1: That's 800-570-9631.
2: Welcome to 5th Street Sports folks on a beautiful Monday afternoon in Las Vegas Nevada I'm Frank Perez I am joined in house with Mr. August Pritzlaff and Florida Rick my co-host we're on Sports Byline USA Radio Network American Forces Network iHeartRadio streaming live on YouTube and Facebook and at 5th Street Sports that's our Twitter handle Guys it's a, it was a wild and wacky weekend but I got to tell you Rick uh you know, and I was gonna, and I was just talking it over with Augie over here. Boy, this NBA looks real chalky. This this playoffs, doesn't it?
3: It sure is, and I think we kind of expected that, uh, with the exception of maybe not um, Houston and and uh, Boston both winning three zero and pro- probably going to close. Well, Boston already closed out uh, Indiana on in the sweep, and Houston's probably going to close out Utah tonight on the sweep. But yeah, I mean, the only series that really is still in uh, uh, still either team can win it is uh, San Antonio and Denver everything else is is pretty much done
2: Augie, okay. uh, you know, now now you're a you're a, a Houston fan uh how's Houston taking these these rockets do you think that they believe in them
4: oh the fans believe in them i'm kind of shocked that they're winning by such large margins in the last week before the playoffs and the playoffs themselves cuz they haven't been a good fourth quarter team for years and years while i've been following them
2: <laughs> you know, you know, we got August over here. He has spent a lot of times and he has spent a lot of time in Costa Rica at the uh Betany Sports Vietbet, five dimes offices. So uh we want to give a, a nice hello to all of our friends out there at Betany Sports and Vietbet. Mr. Pritzlaff is here. He um you've had a he- heck of an adventure over there in Costa Rica, huh?
4: Yeah, there's always a time when uh airline reservations don't work out the way you plan. Spent fifty five hours in an airport down there. In the capital city. That was a nice experience. Nice. The boys will remember.
2: Nice. Hey, well, Rick, I was talking to Aug, and I think today we should do a He's got some really good stuff, and I know you do, too. We're going to talk in-game betting, strategies, how to do it, uh, what sports we believe have the biggest potential to make money at. It's going to be in-game betting. Folks, when we come back after this time out here on Fifth Street Sports.
0: And you know what word I've never understood? Top hat. Aren't all hats on top? They're like the toppest part of every outfit. Unless I've been doing it wrong. That's why I stick with simple words like float It means the sense of security you'll feel when your new home is protected by home insurance through me and Progressive. Also, there shouldn't be a top hat unless there's a bottom hat. Wait, is that what underwear is?
5: Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.
0: Taming the briar patch, mowing the lawn, trimming the Yeti, whatever you call it, it's about time we talked about manscaping. Guys, you manscape, right? You know, keep things trimmed and fresh below the waist. Nine out of ten women of all ages prefer their guy manscaped. But you gotta have the right tools for the jewels, or you'll look like you use the machete. Pop over to manscaped.com and check out their perfect package. No, 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 not that perfect package. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 that was a smash hit on Shark Tank. It features the lawnmower, a precision trimmer engineered for below-the-waist grooming. Its skin-safe technology means no more accidental nicks and burns. Check out the lawnmower and the amazing grooming and hygiene products that come with your perfect package. What's that saying? Oh, yeah. Trim the shrubs and the tree stands taller. Get 20% off plus free shipping today. Visit Manscaped.com and use promo code USA.
1: eight hundred nine three two one seven four nine eight hundred nine three two one seven four nine That's eight hundred nine three two seventeen forty nine.
6: What's in store for your business this week at Staples?
5: A banner year for your company. Staples wants to help your business achieve big things with 20% back in rewards on your color printing. Trust the pros
0: at Staples to print whatever your business needs, like color presentations, brochures, and banners. Prepare yourself for a banner year and banner savings with 20% back in
5: rewards on your color printing. Right now at Staples,
3: where there's a whole lot in store and 622.19 in store only. Exclusions apply. See staples.com slash 20 back. For details.
2: All right, folks, we're back. Fifth Street Sports on Sports Byline USA Radio Network. I'm Frank Perez. I have Florida Rick, my co-host, and in-house August Pritzlaff. Don't forget to catch us on American Forces and iHeartRadio. Rick, before we get to the in-game betting, uh, you know, Augie's from Vegas too. You know, but he lives in Houston. But he's—I met him in Vegas. Uh, I've known him for about 30 years here. The whole town right now is in absolute mourning over this double overtime shorthanded goal by the Sharks. Uh, (laughs) Hoggy, what (laughs) what kind of mood were your buddies in today? They don't even want to talk.
4: They shout at (laughs) themselves dry. Can't say a word. But the hockey playoffs have been really, really strange this year. The guys probably have mentioned the Tampa Bay Lightning getting swept in the first round. That's the number one seed in the East gone. The number two seed uh, in the East was playing the three seed. The Islanders swept the Pittsburgh Penguins in four games. You jump over to the West. Calgary just got knocked off. So the number one seed in the West is gone. St. Louis knocked off the number two seed in the West. Winnipeg has gone. So the top four favorites, the top uh, four Four best teams are already all gone from the National Hockey League playoffs this year. That's huge. Rick, didn't that seem opposite of the NBA? Uh,
3: completely opposite of the NBA. The NBA chalk is going to win every uh, matchup most likely. And uh, NHL looks like the dog or the lower seed is going to win uh, almost every matchup. And the way they're doing it, like Augie said, it's crazy. The fact that these teams are all getting swept or in five games and the lower seed keeps winning. It's insane. Uh, the The, there are a couple of great series though going on with the um, Toronto-Boston's headed to a seventh game, as we know. Uh, the Vegas-San Jose, when San Jose looked dead um, a few days ago, that's going to a seventh game. There's a couple of game sixes tonight with Nashville and Dallas and Washington, Carolina. Uh, but but it's, overall, it's, it's incredibly entertaining playoffs. Uh, not not as easy to predict as the NBA, that's for sure.
2: So now with you know with the Knights blowing this three to one. And a double overtime, shorthanded, the whole deal. Now they go to Game Seven in San Jose. Boy, it's it, it. looks gloomy. But have you ever seen a series? It's like a boxing match that's flipped three times. Like the Knights look terrible in Game One, so we we left them for dead. Then all of a sudden they come back and hammer them three games in a row. So now it looks like the Sharks are dead. Now the Sharks come back and we, it's this one. Um, you know, people over here, we're all. For Vegas, and they still think that the Knights are going to win it. and They're all rooting. I believe, like kind of like you, boy. It looks like the Sharks might have them on the ropes, don't you?
3: Yeah, the fact that Vegas lost that game last night—that was brutal. Just, I mean, they almost outshot them two to one. I think the—I don't know what the final was, but they were winning, I think, fifty-two, fifty-three to twenty-eight shots, and they could only get that muster up that one goal, and then to lose in double overtime on a shorthanded goal. Uh, It's just, that's going to take a lot out of them. It's going to be hard to come back from that, but, you know, we know they could. I just, I I would tend to lean towards San Jose in Game 7, just coming off that uh, Game 6 performance.
2: You think, Augie, these guys are big enough pros to just shake something like that off and just say, come on, boys, let's skate for for Game 7 here?
4: Well, the old theory was the hot goalie. I can't tell who the hot goalie is in that series. Obviously, the lower seeds goalies were playing fantastic hockey to shut out certain teams in four-game sweeps. So everybody's going to have to learn a new uh, Canadian uh, name to figure out all the hot uh, goalies now.
2: Wow. Hey, so now let's get back to you guys. I've been really excited to do a show here like that because I got the professional Rick. And then Augie is a um, recreational-slash-slash-amateur when it comes to in-game betting. But all right, Augie, tell us about your beginning in your history and in in-game betting and how you started doing this, and then we're going to play this off of Rick.
4: Well, the first time I ever saw it was with uh, Five Dimes. Uh, bet Any Sports had a real solid website. They had great in-game lines that were constantly updated. A lot of your websites are only going to update you on a commercial break. Uh, when I discovered that you could bet after virtually every play, I was hooked really good On football, football was my first experience with uh, the in-game betting. And then I started chasing down basketball. And, of course, I was really enamored with third-period betting, in-game betting, and hockey, too. So I have a real good theory on every sport that I'm going to throw at Rick here one by one. Uh, The first thing I did in football was... I liked to pick a game where I was just absolutely convinced, absolutely certain of the outcome. Chicago Bears are my home team. They would always invariably every other year get assigned to play in Detroit on Thanksgiving. So several Thanksgiving games in a row, I just said to myself, well, I know Detroit's going to win the game 35-7. to 7. I'll just hammer the in-game live betting Detroit -5 -6 -9 -10. I remember going all the way up to -20 with Detroit and finally putting the brakes on and grabbing the Bears +21 and the game ended 35 to 14. So I scooped all the in-game bets on the Lions and pushed on the 21. So that's how you got hooked. That's that that was what hooked me, but where I did really well was college, and NBA basketball. Anytime a really good home favorite starts out slow, the line eventually will slack off to where you can get the uh, original big favorite at a smaller number. One of the better numbers is uh, somebody that we all know and love trained me to know that three, four, and seven were key numbers in football. And then he admitted that, The same key numbers are true in uh, basketball now with the three-point shot just being automatic all the time. So anytime I could uh, in-game and get the favorite minus three or less and I could get the underdog at some point during the game plus seven or more, I got to admit I tried to middle a lot of games. It's really hard for me to recommend that to anybody because you have to lay extra juice to uh, make an in-game bet, but... I hit a lot of middles that way. Frank's the one that uh, learned middles from me. He won't admit us walking back and forth across the street between the Golden Nugget and the Horseshoe. Remember that? When I showed him, I showed him you could walk literally walk across Fremont Street and get plus on both sides of the same hockey game.
2: <laughs> this this was, uh, Rick, he's talking about uh, ninth in the, all the 80s, in the 80s. You know, before there was a line service or the Internet. Augie would say to me, Frank, you know, downtown, you, you know, you have the horseshoe here, the golden nugget across the street. He goes, we could go back and forth to all these places downtown and they're all independent books and just get plus plus on both sides of the games, three point middles. It was ridiculous.
4: That wow, was our original like exposure wild.
2: to yeah, but, the, but <laughs> getting
4: a plus price. But but the, those
2: but, days are over. So now we need to, we need to create uh, other earning streams. So what do you think about his uh, trying for middles, that kind of, scenario he just put out there.
3: Oh, I love it. I mean, we were doing that for years and um, you know, it was very good. I mean, sometimes you get stuck on a side that doesn't uh, they, 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 you know, once you get on them they you know, go down the toilet and you know, pretty much you lost your play, but there's lots of times where you're, you know, you pick, you're on the right side and you just either keep your play or say you take in-game Lakers minus four play in Houston and then uh, you know, you come back, they go on like a you know ten two run. You get Houston plus nine and a half. You set yourself up for a big middle. Or if you know, like I said, if you just feel like at this point it's a winning play, you just keep your play. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with Augie there, and I, I have different theories in, in sports too that I kind of try to apply to, to live betting as well. Um, I do I do like his his theory when you like a team to completely uh, you know dismantle the other team, take them pregame, take them more in game, and you know you can just kind of keep hitting them. Uh, at all the different lines until there's a certain point where you figure they're just going to kind of put the brakes on, you know, maybe run clock, and then at that point either come back or just stop playing your team.
2: You know, I, I was going to say, but we only got about thirty seconds of them. But Rick, do, do do you see that there's certain teams that you just don't get the respect you're supposed to? Let's say, for instance, you decide to step out against Golden State, and you know you, the the line was ten and a half, and you get off to a sixteen to five lead. And then you say, oh, my gosh, I I can get Golden State minus three and a half. And you look back and Golden State is still minus eight and a half, nine and a half. You just never get a respect for getting a lead. When we come back, we're we're, going to touch on that in other sports. We think we can develop an edge on in-game wagering. Fifth Street Sports back after this.
5: Call the Debt
1: Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063.
5: At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done.
1: That's 800-403-5912. All
2: right, folks, we're back. Fifth Street Sports, Sports Byline USA Radio Network, iHeartRadio, American Forces. August Pritzlaff in the house with my co-host, Florida Rick. I'm Frank Perez, and we were talking about in-game betting. Now, Augie got this idea because he was watching our show over here, Rick, when we had uh, Jim Feist on. And Jim was giving us his angles, how he uh, does most of his wagering now is all in-game. Rick, what is, you know before we let Augie go on to his next sport, what is uh, one of your more or less techniques or features that you do on the in-game?
3: Well, um, something that I really like to, uh, to do is in basketball, specifically college, is when, uh, you know, once you get to the team fouls, uh, team fouls, you start shooting one-on-ones at the seventh team foul, and then you're in the double bonus at the tenth team foul. Uh, a lot of times what when they do college basketball live betting, uh, they don't account for a team foul. So if a team gets into the bonus really early in the half, say like in the five-minute mark they're already in the bonus, um, or both teams are in the bonus by like the six, seven-minute mark, uh, you, can, you can just almost steal from them by uh, going betting over, uh, whether it be first half or game. Uh, because they don't take into account the team fouls, and that's something that we've you know, we've made a lot over the years uh, doing. The problem is there's not that many books that do a ton of college basketball in game betting. It's you know it's really good for the conference tournaments and the uh, NCAA tournament, but uh, you know those situations don't don't come that often. But when they do, you know you just kind of keep hitting it and keep hitting it, and uh, I mean the win percentage is crazy. Uh, So that's something we kind of keep an eye out for for, um, in college basketball. NBA is not necessarily the same because NBA, they could get into the bonus early. And, you know, the 15th foul in each quarter, they go there in the bonus. And sometimes you'll see two, three minutes in, a team's already in the bonus. But the difference is NBA refs tend to um, even themselves out. They'll call equal fouls on the other team and they'll stop calling fouls on this team. Uh, So you kind of want to stay away from that, the NBA of college. I think that's one of our our, our biggest profitable uh, things we've had so far over the years.
4: Which is the real reason why you get those big back-and-forth runs where, you know, 7-0 runs, 9-0 runs where you can grab a team minus 2 and you can grab the other team plus 10. I mean, it happens an awful lot, especially like Frank's example about the Golden State Warriors starting out super slow, super sluggish, being behind by 10 or 11 points to start the game, and you still are going to get the other side plus 8.5 or plus 9.
2: Yeah, it's like you get no, no, they get, they give them like too much respect, almost like if they're expecting them to, like, no problem, they're going to come back. We're not going to give you what, what you're supposed to have for the game situation. Do you, you feel like there's a few overrated teams like that, Rick?
3: Oh, definitely. Uh, in all sports, you'll see teams like Golden State in the NBA or Alabama in college football, uh, maybe the Patriots in the NFL or the Chiefs or Saints, but, these teams, the lines are always going to be shaded in their favor. So, like you said, if Golden State's 10.5 point favorite uh, early on, first the six minute timeout, uh, the game is 16 6. Uh, say they're playing Sacramento, Sacramento. Uh, you're thinking, wow, I'm going to get Golden State here as a good, nice little price, like minus 4.5, minus 3.5. Nope. So the lines would be like minus 7.5. They're going to say, no, we're not letting you get Golden State cheap. If you want Golden State that bad, you're still going to believe the seven and a half. The thing is, more people are still taking Golden State because they, they're they like, we, we know they're going to come back. We know they're going to get back. So there's actually a lot of value betting against these top-tier teams in live betting if you pick your spots correctly.
2: Exactly. Baseball, not so much. You know what I mean? You still like you know even sometimes you know you'll take a stand with like Baltimore against the Yankees and Baltimore's plus two hundred to start with and now they get off to a three to nothing lead in the, in the um, second inning, so you're thinking oh I'm gonna now I'm gonna get the Yankees plus one seventy. You look at the Yankees down three to nothing still minus one thirty. Down mm-hmm. three to nothing. Yeah,
4: and still minus yeah. one and a half. Yeah,
2: it's scary. It's scary, but that's where I think in baseball. You know, like a 3 to nothing lead with Baltimore over the Yankees. Baltimore can tend to hold on a lot more than Sacramento being up 9 or 12 against Golden State, you know?
3: Yeah, it's probably true. But Baltimore does have a pretty bad bullpen, so, uh, you know, <laughs> they do blow leads all the time. But, yeah, I would I would take my chances with Baltimore up 3-0 than Sacramento up 10 early on.
4: Yeah, another thing about middling the game is just a suggestion – if you bet something live in game in the first half at a high price where you lay a lot of juice, sometimes your best middle number or your best layoff number hedge, if you prefer to hedge, like I do sometimes, is to bet the halftime line where the juice is a lot lower. Instead of laying a dollar fifteen and a dollar and fifteen on both sides of your proposition in the middle of the game, you can lay minus a dollar fifteen. And then at halftime, you might get a great number at minus one hundred five. Spend a little less money too. Something else you can look for if you're doing in game on the basketball.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. It applies to football as well. Uh, if you can get yourself to halftime, and um, you're you're going to get much better juice on the back end uh, using the halftime line rather than the live game live in game line.
4: We'll talk about changing numbers slow. Lines on football in game don't change very fast, but totals. Change real rapidly in game. It's surprising. Now, it's probably because a touchdown is six points. There's a great news flash for everybody. But those total numbers, after five or six minutes without a score, the numbers adjusted five or six points. So that's where I find myself getting in trouble a lot of the times. I said, Well, it was 37 for the game and now it's 31. Well, I'm going to grab over 31. That should be easy. But those six point scores uh are hard to come by in uh, tough conditions or tough defenses playing each other
2: Rick, you know you know where i've seen some of the value is in in the in the baseball you know you'll get a game like let's say for instance uh Texas and Oakland, and uh you'll see like Texas up two to one going to the bottom of the third oakland's due to come up at bat, and you'll see Oakland with a really nice price sometimes like you know plus uh 220 plus 215 only down 2 to 1 and then you'll 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 notice that Oakland has the heart of the order coming up when you're doing baseball you got to keep track of who's up in the next inning for a great value don't wouldn't you believe that's a great strategy
3: oh for sure yeah you, you don't want to get stuck you know with the 7 8 9 especially nationally with the pitchers coming up and you're taking like you know um a pretty you know, like a pretty high price. You, you, you always want to keep track of who's coming up. Um, you know, for both teams, uh, and yeah, you know, baseball's got a lot of a lot of intricacies in, in live betting. One of the things that I love the most in baseball is when you are say you're playing a mediocre team against like one of the top teams. So let's just use for example, uh, the White Sox are playing the Red Sox. The Red Sox came in as a minus like two twenty favorite. So now the White Sox are now up five nothing in like the sixth inning, and Live betting always assumes that the, the better teams are going to come back. So they're making the Red Sox like maybe plus four, plus four and a half, minus 170, plus four, minus 110, uh, maybe plus three and a half, like plus 125. I like taking the, the teams who are already up for multiple reasons. First of all, they have to score like two runs for you. or outscore you by two runs for you to lose. But the main thing is at that point, you're going to be using the, the team who's up is going to be using you know, their starter who's doing well or their good relievers. While the, the other team, the Red Sox, in this, instance, in this instance, will be using all those like throwaway relievers, the guys that just have to eat up innings. So uh, at that point, the White Sox are more likely to get to score off the Red Sox relievers, you know, with a six, seven, eight ERAs, than the Red Sox are against the White Sox starter or top relievers who are you know who have like those two or three three ERAs. That's see, one of my favorite things to do with baseball. No, I'm
2: see, Rick, exactly what you said, Augie. That's counterintuitive to a lot of the things that. Uh, Recreational or amateur players do right now. The two last things that he said are so professional because you're absolutely right, Rick. That's the in depth of you can tell like professional in game betting because everybody thinks oh the Red Sox down five to nothing they were you know they were the better team opened up two twenty they're gonna they're gonna squeeze it back. Let me take this plus three and a half plus one thirty you know, and 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 you're right it's the sixth inning. White Sox still got the starters. Red Sox are going to be using not their top. Uh, relievers top pitching it's, it's but it's counterintuitive that's yeah. why that's why it wins you know and if you notice the value is not on the Red Sox having to you know having to come back and make it a better game just because they're the better team like they're out of sync they're down five nothing
4: that's one of the yeah. things that I was a- talking to Brian about before the show started because he couldn't join us for the show today and I said to him well what's your theory on baseball and he said I like the zigzag theory. I said, zigzag? He said, yeah, I like to go the way that the uh, bookmakers haven't accounted for. I like to go the way the public probably hasn't accounted for better value. Now, we didn't have time to get into a specific, but one of the specifics I've noticed, I'm a sucker for a bet where I can make the bet at the point where I'm actually winning the bet. Your example, Red Sox over the White Sox. Red Sox up 2 to nothing. You go in-game and you can still get the White Sox plus two and a half runs. It's real hard for me not to put money on a bet that at the time I'm making the bet, I'm actually winning the bet by looking at the end game. So that's one of the ones that makes it hard on me where I, teams continue the, the blowout. And But I'm uh, always a fan of putting money down when you're already winning the wager when you make it. Same in basketball. Sometimes, like you said, sometimes the number's still ridiculous. You, know, you can get the uh, team... Uh, The dog plus 13 and a half, and they're only down by seven or eight. It's real hard for me not to want to grab a team with a wager that's winning at the time I'm putting the money in. I've got to try and train myself to watch out for those traps because those are big traps when you fall into them. (laughs) Another thing on the baseball, uh, you were talking about uh, who's winning and losing the game. One of the things I like to watch on baseball is totals, but it takes a lot of work, a lot of homework. You have to watch the previous day's game or the previous two games in a series and see how much of the bullpen's been used up. If the Red Sox have used their three best relievers, obviously in the next game they're going to have to use the four worst pitchers in their bullpen. You might get a great over and under bet on that in game too. If it's been a low scoring starter, the starters start out by pitching low totals, but you know that the Red Sox bullpen has been used up and you're going to get the other part of the bullpen,
2: you might want to bet the over there. Hold that thought. We got it. We got to take a break. Folks, when we come back, talk, you can bet on August Pritzlaff, Florida. Rick and myself, Frank Perez, back after this timeout.
5: Lumber Liquidators Flooring Company has you covered with the hottest styles for any room. Get 15 to 25% off our best-selling floors, like Rose Canyon Pine Waterproof Vinyl and Wide Plank Willow Manor Oak Hardwood. Get started today with special financing, and we can arrange the installation for you. See the flooring experts at your local Lumber Liquidators today. Lumber Liquidators, beautiful floors for less.
6: Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right
5: If you're a pro, you don't buy a little of this or that. You buy a lot of this or that. And at the Home Depot, you save even more. Save up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products from top brands like 3M, Loctite, and Liquid Nails. As a pro, you work hard for your money. You shouldn't have to work hard to save it. Up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details.
2: folks we're back talk you can bet on fifth street sports august Pritzlaff in the house with florida rick and myself frank perez rick we're going to come up with some strategies here you know we can go into such depth with this uh in-game betting one of the things though i got to tell you in my in in my um, career of in of in-game betting probably the two sites that i find rick I think the best site is the uh that offshore book in Costa Rica, Bet Bet Any Sports, which is, you know, a Sister of Five Dimes and Viet Bet. Great reduced juice, great in game betting, also Pinnacle. But now there's a lot of books that are starting to catch up with them, even though I still believe those are the two top ones. Um August learned how to bet, you know, from from uh, the Viet Bet site. That's how he learned. What do you have any you can before we get to our picks, do you have any that you like? for fairness and, you know, different kind of lines? Oh,
3: well, those two you said are as good as you're going to get. And then the other one in that same group is uh, Bet Chris. Uh, They have in-game betting on all sports. They have a million soccer games. Uh, You look on weekends and there's just endless uh, soccer games around the world. But, you know, then they have basketball games, aside from the NBA, they have all over Europe and Australia. It's crazy. Uh, But, yeah, they have every single – Every single game, uh, Chris offers as well. So, yeah, yeah, those three are the pinnacle of uh, you know in-game betting that I know of. Maybe there's a couple others that I'm not aware of.
4: Rick, going back to the baseball, do you remember when you used to be able to bet? Obviously, you still can. First five innings, but you used to be able to bet the second half of a baseball game before it started. The last four and a half innings, they had a separate price and a separate total. Does anybody still do that anymore?
3: You know. Hey, I'm, I'm going to look right now. I'm, I'm not sure if the Chris still offers that or not. Uh, the
4: yeah, reason looks I like brought I it
3: up because, at, at at Yeah, it looks like Bet Chris still offers that, where you can, okay. where you can bet the side totals for just the second half of the game. Well, the
4: reason I uh, brought it up is what I was starting to spout out about just before the break was if you pay attention to the previous game or two and see how the bullpens were used – you might get a couple of spots where you know that the best three relievers for the Red Sox haven't pitch have uh, have pitched too many innings in the previous game or two, and the manager's just flat out not going to use them in the third game of a series or the fourth game of the series. And those are spots where I used to bet second half, you know, totals over two and a half, over three and a half, uh, good numbers like that because I already knew that the bullpens were used up and they were going to have to use the bottom three relievers and an outfielder in the ninth inning if the game was out of hand. So uh, that was another one of the reasons why checking the relief pitcher situation is just as important as betting the starting pitcher information.
2: But You know, hey, but by, by the way, while you guys were talking, I got a little update on the uh, Bet Chris live betting. It's it's not a dime line in baseball, though. No, Rick. It, even on the even regular oh, on the, Bet the, the... Chris. Yeah, it's. So you're not gonna get as good a deal as you are like at Betany Sports or Pinnacle on the um baseball Yeah, they're right. a
3: little bit higher just you're right. It's a little bit higher. That's that's correct. Yeah. But I mean they offer everything and they have you know, sometimes they have opinionated lines as well. So uh it's you know it's it's a great place to do it. But you're right. Their lines aren't ten cents or they use the twenty cent yeah.
2: line you know, uh, for baseball. Well, hey, babe, you know, before we get into the picks, Rick, tomorrow we, we're gonna to have August, we're gonna have Joey Cassano on with us too. So we ought to be able to get a good show. He's going to give us his updates, what he's going to be doing for college basketball, all uh, you know, with his new website and all those things. But now, you know, we got to get into the part where we give the folks some, some things that we can make some money on today. Cause it's a talk you can bet on segment. I'll let you go first, Rick. I have four baseball games and I hope I match you. Oh,
3: well, I have a, a couple of baseball games and a basketball game. I'll start the NBA um, I, I kind of like both games, but uh, I want to like more than the other. So the first one, uh, I'm not putting this as an official play, but I would tr- certainly lean this way. It's game 574 Detroit, getting 13 at home now from Milwaukee. It's a closeout situation. Milwaukee's going to win the series. Most likely it's going to be 4 nothing. But, man, that line just jumped from nine eight 8.5 to 13, 13 and a half because they won game three. And I know – uh, Milwaukee's a much better team. Milwaukee's probably going to win tonight, but to be the same line they were at home uh, is just, I think, a little bit too much here. And the public is look at this: the public's 80 percent on Milwaukee, like it's free money. So I would definitely lean towards Detroit here. Um, but that being said, I'm not playing it because <laughs> so I still don't want to have my money on Detroit. But uh, I think that's where the value is. The other one, which I kind of like, but but those, those these numbers scare me a little bit. Is Houston. Uh, I mean, look at what Harden did the other night. Harden maybe had one of the top two or three worst games of his career. He didn't even make a field goal until there was, uh, what was it, seven, six, seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. He was over 15 before that. Houston played as bad as a game they could almost possibly play, and yet they still come out of Utah with a win. Um, So now (laughs) talking about being the ultimate, like, deflation, Utah here, how how do they even think they can come out and win this game? The line has moved from – well, Utah was minus two in – in Utah, the last game, and now Houston's minus – they open minus two. They're up to minus three. Public is on them also around 80%, 82% clip. Uh, unfortunately, I'm kind of with the public here. I, I think Utah has had everything – they've given everything they can. They just have nothing left, and I think this game is going to kind of be um, a, blow, a Houston blowout win. I look for like a 10- and 12-point win here for Houston, so I'm giving out Houston minus three. That's an official play. It matches the public, but as we've said before, we're not always against the public. Sometimes, you know, we're with the public. This is one of these instances. And then getting into baseball, uh, I I like uh, game nine fifty eight. It's uh, Colorado as a minus one sixteen favorite over Washington. It seems like a low line. The, the actually opened at one thirty three. It's been all the way bet down to one sixteen. I think it's just gotten to the point where it's a little too low now. Um, I'll take Colorado at home minus one sixteen, and uh, then the other one I like is game nine sixty one Kansas City uh, getting plus one fifty five at Tampa. Uh, this line actually opened one eighty; it's been back down a little bit, but I still like KC here. Uh, I think this is going to be a low scoring, close game, and I'll, I'll take my chances with a dollar fifty five. So those are my two plays in baseball as well as Wow, basketball.
2: wow, Rick! Rick you mentioned Kansas City? I um that was that that was one of my plays. I got two sharp plays. From a, a source that we have that's extra before, extra, uh, extra sharp in baseball.
0: Before we get to those plays, we actually got a message in through our 5th Street uh, social media um, live streams. Excuse me. Uh, as always, we stream through YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash 5th Street Sports. And then Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash 5th Street Sports Talk. And today we got a couple message in for, uh, messages in from Daniel Wages. These ones are pretty interesting, guys. Uh the first one here he says the best in-game live bets we've ever had was college basketball 2 years ago uh Northwestern I'm assuming that was Northwestern was down it uh, was around 18 points up over Michigan and Cassano hits me and says bet the money line Michigan then at plus 800 when I got to it the line was plus 600 made a nice chunk even though our limits were only to win around or only to win $5000
2: nice nice catch Daniel nice catch uh, you know i I was gonna tell you, Rick, so the you know the play that you gave out with Kansas City, we have a sharp, sharp account that we monitor and watch and spy on overseas, and he comes in on Kansas City, so that's a double check. you like it. I always bet this guy's stuff other game that he likes really good is the Angels, likes the Angels at home over the Yankees, minus a dollar five roughly, and then I'm gonna give you one out on another couple of accounts that I've seen, and that would be the Milwaukee Brewers. Plus a dollar forty Hauser over Flattery for the Cardinals, uh, and it's choppy. I, I was going to endorse these um, Nationals with Helixon over Anderson, but you like Colorado. I'm going to pass on that. We'll stick with your Colorado. Now, Augie, you're you're a bit of a. Uh, would you say that you're a bit of a Houston Homer when it comes to baseball?
4: Uh, yeah, except for the fact that this year is the first year where the. Pitching matchups in April, as uh, Brian and Rick pointed out at the start of the season, it was crazy. Everybody was all the best pitchers were minus three hundred already. That's what you see in August and September yeah. when when the teams aren't playing good. I wonder how good did you guys clean up on Baltimore over the Yankees in the first well, series? We did great, and, yeah. you know
2: my, my Costa Rica source gave up Baltimore every day at the beginning of the season. Yeah, the price was so out of whack. The guy was up twenty eight thousand two hundred after the first. Uh, week and a half with certain bets. Yeah. Great, great stuff.
4: Which is historically inaccurate because usually the pitchers have the advantage over the hitters in April and into May. One of the things I noticed about yesterday was I said, how in the world did they put up the uh, baseball grand salami yesterday? Do you know what it was? It was 134 and a half runs. Only six games went over the number. The other 12 games or nine games or whatever it is all went under the number. And the number crashed way below 134.5. So even a crazy bet like that, if you look at it early in the season, might be a good play. I know you don't give out uh, prop plays like that. But, no, we but give I out anything. I, I noticed th- that.
2: Anything we can make money on, I'll, we'll give it out. You got something in badminton and rowing, <laughs> uh, snooker, whatever you got, we we give it out here to make money. So, Rick, so far we we have your Houston in in, in the NBA we both like Kansas City, including our sharp guy in Costa Rica, uh, the Angels from Costa Rica, Brewers, uh, plus a dollar forty, and you got Colorado also, right? Rockies.
3: I like Colorado, but yeah, I, I've, I've seen sharp accounts against, I think, Colorado at home against Hellickson, uh, this cheap a price. I'm, I'm going to bite this, this low yeah. number. I would have liked it at 130, 133, but the fact that it's gone down to almost pick them, I'm going to take it.
2: Hey, now, now, you know, so, so now we've given out the talk you can bet on now to have a little bit of fun here with, especially with Augie, because he is a veteran of the Central America travel group. Um, I don't understand that, you know, he's been all over Central America with a lot of our friends and he, for some reason, he favors a a city called Managua in Nicaragua. He favors that over Costa Rica. Now, I know that the favorite thing that he likes to do in Managua is karaoke. So if you can imagine Augie doing karaoke in Managua, he says it's the best karaoke probably in the Milky Way, right? Yep.
4: Can't beat it. Uh, The reason I liked it best is the uh, bookmaker in uh, Managua that I was introduced to was from Chicago, where I'm from. So he was a cool dude. So I thought it was interesting that a guy from Chicago made it down to the steamy Heat in the jungle of Managua and Nicaragua.
2: But, 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 but now, 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 let's get down to it. What is the difference between Managua like karaoke and Managua and karaoke like, let's say here in Houston and in, in in Houston or Las Vegas? Why is karaoke so interesting in 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 Managua?
4: Because the singers are so much younger; they have a lot of room to uh, develop. <laughs>
2: Wow. Well, I mean, uh, so there you go. Uh, You know, it's uh, karaoke in Managua, nothing like it. But um, he's a big fan of it. So anyways, Rick, so now tonight, nothing on the ice for you?
3: No, I'm going to stay away from uh, from hockey tonight. There's two game sixes, like uh, I mentioned earlier, Washington's trying to close out Carolina and Dallas trying to close out Nashville. Uh, I don't really have an opinion on either of these. Not that if I did, they really battered because I'm really not a hockey guy. But I'd like to see both games go to – go to a, both series go to a game seven. And it'd be nice to see – there's two game sevens tomorrow night. The two most interesting series, in my opinion, Toronto-Boston and Vegas-San Jose. And then if both these uh, you know teams could, could win tonight, we can get a two game sevens on uh, Wednesday. Are Wednesday the Capitals
4: well. a bigger price than minus 200?
3: Capitals tonight are a dog. They're a small dog tonight. They're on the road.
4: Oh, they're on the road they're, okay
3: yeah they're about a plus plus 108 plus 110 tonight yeah yeah they haven't been a big favorite this year. series so you've been at home they've only been 140, 145 so uh, yeah I kind of expect Carolina to win tonight and see they, were the, seven, world, uh, they were the first world
4: they were the first cup champion not to lose you know their three best people because of salary cap restrictions they brought back pretty much everybody
2: yeah well yeah, we great Jeez, when, uh, hey folks! When we come back after this break, we're going to recap all of the selections from Rick, Augie. Uh, I don't know if he's going to give us anything. I'll give you the ones I have that are some of my plays and from some sharp accounts. We'll be right back after this break.
1: It has been said that everyone has a book in them.
2: All right, folks, we're back. It's Fifth Street Sports, Florida, Rick, August, Pritzlaff, Frank Perez. We're going to recap really quickly from Rick. Lean, but not an official bet. I'm taking Orlando, I mean, Detroit plus the 13. We like Houston minus three. A little careful It's public play. Rick, we both like Kansas City baseball. I like the Angels. You like the Rockies. Uh, I'm going to go with Milwaukee. Augie, do you have anything to throw out here for the fellows? Yeah, I'm
4: going to go crazy. I'm going to tell you guys how to watch tonight's hockey games and do a little in-game betting on it. If the games tonight, which are elimination games for the home teams, are very, very low scoring in the first period, you're going to get a great number at the end of the first intermission to bet over. And then if there's no more scoring or not a lot of scoring in the second period, Strangely enough, I'm going to tell you to bet the under for the third period because what I've seen in these games is you'll get over 4.5 in-game at the end of the first intermission, and then you'll get under something like 5.5 on uh, the third intermission. And it's not that I'm trying to middle the game. It's the fact that the actual gameplay is a lot more desperate in the third quarter in these game sixes for the home teams.
2: So you know, Rick, they when when you bet over in the you know, let's say the game's going to the third period and you bet over five and a half, over let's say four and a half. If it goes two to two, does the overtime count on that? Oh yeah, overtime oh, yeah, it counts. Does. It sure. does, right? I, yeah, I I have not bet in game hockey in so long, but uh, Rick, tomorrow we got it. We got a great show, buddy. We got you, Joey Casano, August. I mean, unless you're playing poker, you seem to be out. What are your uh, poker tournament days?
3: No, no, that was just a couple tournaments uh, in the last couple weeks because I had a series going on at Hard Rock. and No, uh, no more poker for me in the near future.
2: Well, we hope to see you for the World Series of Poker if you can come out here. That'd be kind of fun. I hope so. Shout out to Daniel. Got your
4: message, buddy. Thank you. Daniel,
2: thank you for writing in, buddy. And, um, folks, we appreciate you and we thank you. Rick, great show, Fifth Street Sports. See you tomorrow, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Have a great and safe and lucky day.